Welcome to The Healing Catalyst. I'm your host, Dr. Avanti Kumar Singh, and I know that Ayurveda can transform your life. How? Because it transformed mine. And the best part is, it's easier than you think. Your body has exactly what it needs to heal itself. All you need to do to enhance its healing power is to start practicing healthy routines, which I can teach you. In over 20 years of practicing both Western medicine and Eastern healing traditions, the most important thing I've learned is that healing is a journey we take together. So on this podcast, I'll be demystifying Ayurveda and other integrated medicine, showing how these simple, ancient practices are the keys to unlocking a healthy modern life. We are all healing catalysts because healing starts within. It starts with you and it starts right now. Let's get started. You're listening to The Healing Catalyst, episode number four. Well, hello, my friends. It's so great to be back with you on another episode of The Healing Catalyst podcast. It's hard to believe that half the year is already over. It's July, the end of July, actually, and the July 4th holiday was a few weeks ago here in the United States. And it's about this time, right after the July 4th holiday, that I start to feel sort of these mixed feelings about summer being half over and the year being half over. On the one hand, I love the summertime, you know, being able to slow down the pace, being outside. I live in Chicago, so this is a beautiful time of the year. And sort of loosening up on the routines and the schedules Spending time with my kids and being outdoors in nature is really one of my favorite things to do. And on the other hand, this is about the time that I start to look forward to the fall. You know, I've been in school for so many years. Well, I'm not in school anymore, but I was. I had been in school for so many years of my life that I really came to see September as the start of the new year because it was the start of the new school year. There's sort of this excitement in the air about going back to routines and schedules. And so it's sort of this weird time of the year for me. And I find that this year with the COVID pandemic, that these feelings are even more intense for me. Again, on the one hand, it's been really wonderful to be outside after being stuck inside for so many months. I feel this feeling of freedom in being able to interact with other people and interact with the world and have sort of some feeling of normalcy or familiarity, being able to interact in a familiar way. And on the other hand, I also feel like I want to get back to my routines that were interrupted, my work routine, my kids getting back to college personal routines and family routines. And I don't think I'm alone in this. You know, I've been hearing from so many patients and students and even family and friends that they are really suffering emotionally. It was about 10 days ago, shortly after the 4th of July holiday, that I really felt that things were sort of at a critical point. I think that the holiday really highlighted that things are really never going to be the same. And it really intensified the feelings of anxiety and worry 
and sadness and loneliness that so many of us are feeling and experiencing right now. And so my advice to my friends and family and students and patients is to find ways to process their feelings. Because if we don't process or digest the emotions we're having, they build up as toxins and then they cause symptoms, illness, and disease. So let me explain a little more. According to Ayurveda, we must digest everything. Digestion is about our ability to process all aspects of life, food and drink, and experiences, memories, sensory impressions, and emotions. And the piece that most people miss is that it's not just about food. We're very focused on food in Western society, and that's important, but it's also not the whole story. And this is why so many people don't feel better by just changing their diet. I can't tell you the number of people that I meet at my lectures and workshops who will tell me that they are eating a whole foods, unprocessed, organic diet, that they've eliminated this food and that food, and that they still don't feel well, that they still feel low energy, that they aren't sleeping well, that they have stomach aches or headaches or whatever symptom that they have, that they've changed their diet so much and they still aren't feeling great. And so I think people are really missing the point that digestion is not just about food. There's a saying in Ayurveda that we are not just what we eat. We are what we digest. So every day we're exposed to hundreds of things that our bodies and minds must process, all day, every day. There are sensory inputs coming through all five of our senses, our eyes, our ears, our nose, our mouth, and our skin. These sensory inputs create reactions within us. These reactions can be biochemical, physiological, physical, mental, emotional, behavioral, and even spiritual. We must digest everything that we take in, both the inputs, the sensory inputs, and the reactions, and then keep what's needed and eliminate the rest. Anything that we don't digest will build up as toxins. And when the toxic load overwhelms the system, symptoms begin to show up. If that toxic load is not eliminated, those symptoms will then progress on to illness and chronic disease. Now, according to Ayurveda, toxins come from every aspect of life. That's why I said earlier that digestion is not just about food and drink. Digestion is about our ability to process everything in life. And so toxins can come from our diet, our environment, our lifestyle and routines, our work and interests, and our relationships. So let me illustrate what I'm talking about with an example from my own life. I remember a few years ago, I was driving to work one morning and it was beautiful out. The weather was really nice. So I had my windows open. I had some music going. And the next thing I know, I saw a bicycle messenger get hit by a car. Now, in that moment, I had a lot of sensory inputs coming in. Through my eyes, I saw what happened also through my ears because I heard the thump as the bicycle messenger got hit by that car. Those sensory inputs created reactions within me, 
an emotional reaction that triggered a memory of falling off a bike myself when I was younger and getting hurt. It also created a physical reaction within me in which my body tensed up, I gripped the steering wheel really hard, and my breathing and my heart rate increased. And I'm sure that there were other reactions happening within me at a more cellular level, biochemical and other physiological reactions. Now, at this point, I had two choices. I could either digest and process the reactions that I was having, or I could choose to push down those reactions and repress them. By calling a friend and feeling those emotions fully, I digested and processed the reactions I was having. I kept what I needed and I eliminated the rest. If I had instead repressed my reactions, I would have added to the toxic load that was already building within me. Now think about it. These kinds of sensory inputs and reactions are happening all day long. Hundreds and hundreds, probably thousands of these types of sensory inputs and reactions are coming in to our bodies and our minds all day. Just think if we don't process, if we can't digest those inputs and those reactions, eventually those things are going to start building up in us and become toxic load. Now, the key to digestion is to have a strong digestive fire or agni, which in Sanskrit means fire. A strong digestive fire will take anything that comes into the system, absorb, extract, and keep the nourishing parts it needs and burn off or eliminate the rest. On the other hand, a weak digestive fire won't be able to keep up with this process, and thus toxins will begin to build up. Eventually, those toxins will overwhelm the system and create imbalance, which then leads to symptoms, illness, and chronic disease. Now, Agni, or the digestive fire, is seen as a metaphor for all the metabolic functions in the body, which include the digestive function of the actual GI system, as well as sense perception, cellular metabolism, and mental assimilation. And so what I'm really talking about here in this episode is the idea of digestion, not just of food, but of everything in our life. The question then becomes, Well, how do I strengthen my digestive fire so that I can assimilate and deal with all of life's challenges? So now let's translate what we've talked about into Ayurveda for everyone. The way that we can strengthen our digestion really comes from three steps that I usually take all of my patients and students through. And the process really focuses in on looking at toxins and toxic load. Step number one is to become aware and to really consider where is my toxic load coming from. You want to do what I call a toxic load inventory and consider what aspects of life are contributing to the toxic load within me. So you need to look at not just your diet, but also your environment or your space, your lifestyle and routines your work and interests, passions, and your relationships. Consider each of these areas of life one by one and think about, do I have toxins coming from these areas of my life? And am I actually 
digesting and processing them? Or am I just pushing away those feelings, those emotions, those reactions? Now, once you've done this toxic load inventory, step number two is to choose just one area or aspect of life in which you're going to dump your toxic load. So that means you're going to commit to changing just one thing, not everything, but just one thing. For example, if you see that your relationships are creating a lot of toxins for you, commit to just focusing in on that aspect of life, your relationships. Don't try to tackle both your relationships and your diet and your environment, even though there might be toxins coming from all of those areas. That's going to be really overwhelming. Choose one area, choose the relationships, and then just choose one relationship that you think is causing the most toxins in your body and your mind. And then step number three, make it small and simple. Whatever you choose to change, whatever you choose to address, make it simple. We're going for immediate, quick wins because that's what will keep you going in this direction of continually dealing with the toxins that are coming into your life, digesting and processing them, keeping what you need and eliminating the rest. So again, keep it small and simple. I find that the biggest impact comes from the simplest not the most complex things. I know from my own experience that this works. The symptoms that I experienced during my medical training, the plantar fasciitis, the weight gain, the constipation, the headaches, the chronic back spasms, they were all a result of toxin accumulation. And these toxins were coming from every aspect of my life, my lifestyle, my routines, my diet, my relationships, my environment, and my career in medicine. And because I wasn't digesting and wasn't eliminating the toxins, they kept accumulating until they manifested as symptoms. Now, I didn't try to address all of those areas of toxins at once. I went step by step. Using the principles and remedies of Ayurveda, I started by making one small adjustment to my daily routine. I got into bed by 10.30 every evening to help my body's internal elimination processes that occurred overnight. Then I adjusted my diet and I made sure I ate my meals at regular times to help strengthen my digestion. I didn't worry about what I was eating, but more about the fact that I was eating at regular times. And then finally, I committed to a daily practice of just five minutes of meditation and three minutes of breath work because that's all I could fit into my busy schedule to increase the flow of vital energy or prana through my system. So as you can see, I took it slowly. I took it one step at a time. But the most important thing is that I first had to become aware of the fact that there were toxins coming from every aspect of my life. I chose one thing to address first, and then I made it small and simple. I started this episode talking about emotional health, so I thought I'd introduce a new practice today that is extremely powerful for managing emotions, and this practice is breath work. The breath work that I'm going to teach you is really simple, and it's really powerful because you can use it anytime, anywhere. 
And it's really based on the idea that we have two parts of our breath, an inhale and an exhale. By simply lengthening or extending the part of the breath that you want to tap into, you will actually create a physiological change that is either activating or calming. What I mean by this is that if it's, let's say, the middle of the day and you're really sort of in this afternoon slump, instead of going for a coffee, try lengthening your inhale, extending it by a count of maybe one or two. And what you'll find is that just extending the inhale will activate and energize you. It'll increase your focus and concentration. On the other hand, if you're finding that you're feeling really anxious, that you're worried or overwhelmed, that you need to calm and relax yourself, you can extend your exhale by a count or two, and you'll find that you'll start to relax. You'll create a physiological response that is calming. So just remember, the basic principle is this. The inhale is activating and the exhale is calming. By lengthening or extending the part of the breath that you want to tap into, you can create a physiological response and manage your emotions at any time, anywhere. And so to review what we've talked about during this episode, the most important thing that you can do to control your toxic load is to first become aware and consider where your toxic load is coming from. Do an inventory. Number two, choose just one thing to address, one area of life in which you're going to dump your toxic load. And number three, make it small and simple. Go for a quick win. And remember, digestion is about our ability to process everything from all aspects of our life. Thanks so much for joining me for this episode of the Healing Catalyst podcast. I'll see you next time. Be well. If you love this podcast, and I so hope you did, please subscribe. That way, you'll get real-time updates anytime I post a new episode. And if you're feeling really inspired, please leave a review so that others can find this podcast more easily. If you want to learn more, visit me on the interwebs at avantikumarsingh.com, and you can subscribe to my newsletter, where I send exclusive invites to my events, special announcements, and give you more self-healing tools and tips. And if you want to hang out even more with me, I spend most of my time on Instagram. You can find me at Avanti Kumar Singh, and we can connect more there. Until next time, remember, with the right catalyst, you have the power to activate your own healing, because healing starts within. This episode was produced by Dante32.